Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, Just a quick reminder of what we do on this podcast is we simply examine what the Word of God says about things. A lot of times we'll be going through a particular portion of the Word of God. Sometimes we look at topical things. And so we just do it in little short snippets, usually less than 10 minutes every day. Uh, The whole idea behind that was it's about how long it takes to drive across town where I live. So the idea being that you can just sort of put this on while you're going from one place to another and listen to it, or perhaps while you're preparing at the beginning of the day or preparing to recline and rest at the end of the day, whatever. So uh, pass the word, okay, pass the word about these times and encourage folks to join together. And so we're uh, quickly drawing to an end of our examination of what Paul wrote to the church and the believers in Thessalonica. We've looked at the book of Acts to see how this church was founded. We've looked in 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians. So now we're in the third chapter of 2 Thessalonians. And in the last episode, we saw, beginning with verse 6, that Paul gave him a command. And the command was in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he was serious about this, right? And he says, to keep away from every brother who leads an unruly life and not according to the tradition which you received from us. And so when you first read that, you think, well, what is an unruly life? Well, it means an undisciplined life. And the idea is that you're to avoid somebody like this uh, that walks disorderly. Uh, Titus tells us to remain aloof from them. Now, they are a brother. This does not mean that you're rude to them. It doesn't mean that you uh, ignore them totally. You just don't participate in the way that they're doing things. And, and so the question is, well, what, what are some of the things? That, what's he talking about? Well, I think we can glean from what we saw last time and what we're going to see today, sort of the idea of what was going on. And Paul says, you know, that we live the example before you of how we're to live a disciplined life. We didn't take anybody's bread without paying for it. We labored, uh, hardship, worked day and night so that we wouldn't be a burden among you. So that gives us a little insight right here. Apparently, there were people that were being slothful. There were people that were being lazy. There were people that were taking advantage of what we are to do as the body of Christ. If someone is in need, then we're to help meet that need. But a lot of times, people aren't in need. They're in greed, okay? They're very, very greedy about what they want. And sometimes their wanters are out of whack. And that's what was going on here. Because he says, you know, we set the example for you. We saw this last time. He said, we were the model for you. And we tell you to live the same way that we live. So let me, I'm just going to start at verse 7 and read this again, then continue through verse 10 where we left off last time. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example. Because we did not act in an undisciplined manner among you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with labor and hardship, we kept working night and day so that we would not be a burden to any of you. Not because we do not have the right to do this, but in order to offer ourselves as a model for you so that you would follow our example." So he's saying, we're living an example before you. Since we were teaching you, since we brought the gospel, yes, we could have received food. Yes, we could have lived all of you, and that would have been fine. So we see that there's nothing wrong with that, but it has to do with the attitude of heart. Now listen to verse 10. For even when we were with you, so this he's talking about when we were there, okay, we used to give you this order. 
Remember, Paul was only with this church a matter of a few short weeks. He told them a great deal about things yet to come, about end-time things. But he also gave them a lot of insight into how they were to live. The reason he's writing this letter, these letters, both of these, first and second one, is because they had more questions. So he says, now remember, while we were with you, we gave you this order, and here's the order. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. <laughs> well, we've heard that verse expressed in various forms through the years. But the idea behind this is that if you're not willing to work, then you're not going to be receiving food and eating off of the labor of somebody else. And I tell you what, that has ramifications through our society like you wouldn't believe. We have tremendous problems within our society that have been created on purpose. They have been created on purpose to take advantage of this, to where people do not work, and they're basically provided for at a minimal status to where they can still stay alive, but they don't work. And what that does, it eats away at the soul of man. And it's done totally on purpose to control the people, okay, control the populace. You can really control somebody if you are the source of their food. Now, what he's saying right here with the body is don't sit there and say, well, I'm not working, I'm not going to do this, now y'all need to provide for me. Uh-uh, it doesn't work that way. If someone's not willing to work, then he's not to eat either. So if you're not willing to work for your food, then don't be surprised when we don't give you food because you've been lazy. Verse 11 says this, For we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. Whoa! So now he doubles down on this thing. We're, we're learning more about what this undisciplined life is, that they weren't working. Now, a lot of times when we think of work, people think, oh, well, you have to be going in and punching the clock. You have to do this and do that. No, no, no. What he's talking about is going about doing what it is that the Lord has called you to do. Okay, Whatever he's called you to do that's going to put food on the table. Whatever he's called you to do in any way, to go about doing your work and not sit back being lazy, that's what he calls the undisciplined life. And you see what the undisciplined life leads into. He says, but they're acting like busybodies busybodies. You think, where in the world did that come from? Well, that's what happens. When people sit there all day long and they do nothing, or they sit there all day long and all they impart into their bodies is garbage and garbage and garbage, be it in the form of game shows or soap operas. Oh my, don't get me started on that. Or, or any number of things just taken in the, the negative things of the world and the useless things of the world. He says, that's what happens. You start acting like busybodies. Well, what do busybodies do? They get busy about other people's bodies. Okay, They get busy about other people's stuff. Now, listen to these last two verses for today. Now, verse 12. Such persons we command and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ to work in quiet fashion and eat your own bread. So he's telling these folks who are living undisciplined lives, who are saying, well, the Lord's going to return at any moment, so I don't have to do anything. I don't, I mean, you know, he's going to come back. And then when they get hungry to go to somebody that is working within the body and say, well, it's your role and responsibility to take care of me because I'm hungry. Oh, no, no, no. You're not working. You're not going to eat. Okay? And he's commanding them and exhorting them to work in quiet fashion and eat your own bread. Quit being a busybody. Get to work. Eat your own bread. Verse 13 says this, But as for you, brethren, do not grow weary of doing good. 
Okay. Do not grow weary of doing good. You know, uh, in our society, churches face this all the time, particularly organizational church, institutional churches. I see it all the time. You'll have people that will come up and they'll need help. Okay. They need help with food. They need all this. And you won't believe how many times I've seen this. Quite often they will send uh, the women in. So a mom will come in and the daughter will come in and an adult daughter. Uh, more often than not, they're grossly obese. Okay. They come in and they need money for food. Out in the car, you got two or three guys that are not working. Well, the reason is they're getting just enough of a check that if they did work 40 hours a week, they wouldn't make any more money than what the, church, the check is making. And so this whole thing that's been created is absolutely crushing them, crushing them as human beings. And so now they're just going along basically uh, scamming. Okay. Now, there are those that are asked for alms. In other words, we would call them beggars or asking for alms. I have great respect for them. I used to see them all the time in the urban areas where I used to live. And they'd be on the street corner asking for alms. And they're simply saying this, can you help me? And people say, well, that's a horrible way to make a living. Really? You ever encountered a salesman? <laughs> that's all a salesman is doing. A salesman is saying, can you help me? I'll be willing to give you this right here and sell you this for X amount. But it's not so much that he wants you to have that. He wants the profit that comes to him. There's nothing wrong with that, but don't fool ourselves. Okay, don't fool ourselves. There will be people begging for alms. But if someone can work, they need to work. If they're not willing to work, then don't let them eat. But in the midst of this, true brethren, don't grow weary in doing good. Don't grow weary in helping those who truly need it. Well, again, I'm Dale. I'll see you all again next time. Goodbye.